0: Hello everybody and welcome to this brand new episode of Music To Live For With Shanti. I'm your host Shanti Perpellini and today I'm going to talk with Raymond Toniola, a digital marketing consultant and bass player. What we're waiting for, so let's go!
1: Check this out! To
0: live for with Hello, everybody, and welcome to this brand new episode of Music to Live for with Shanti. Today, I'm here with Raymond Toniola. Hi, Ray, how are you doing?
2: Hi, Shanti, I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm totally fine. Enjoying the good weather in Basel, uh, definitely in an early spring. I don't know how the year's gonna be, but I'm enjoying the sun. I don't, I don't give a fuck right now. I just enjoying all the rays I can catch.
2: <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah, it's been a, a hot uh, winter this one here here in Ticino. It's been crazy. Like we had, uh, I think two weeks ago, like twenty degrees on a yeah. Sunday. Like this is not normal. Uh, not January shouldn't be that warm, but we enjoy it and we see what happens the rest of the year.
0: That's it, that's it right? right. I, I, yeah. It just helped me to get motivated and hyped for starting oh, the yeah. year, uh, producing yeah. the podcast and doing all the projects. So, you know, I can't complain. And I noticed people all around me were just happy and more chilling. So that's what yeah. matters. Um, Ray, uh, as I usually do, I let my guest uh, introduce himself. So, please.
2: Okay, I'll take it from here. So my name is Raymond Tignola. I'm a digital marketing consultant, and I also have a music background. I've been playing uh, bass guitar for over 15 years now. I lived in London for seven years and a half, where I got my bachelor degree and uh, most of my amazing experience in the in the music industry. I, I achieved them there. Um, one of my favorite ones was performing at Primo Maggio uh, Festival in Rome in uh, 2018 Mm -hmm. in front of 65,000 people. And that was pretty, pretty amazing. Like hearing your bass coming through a huge... uh,
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) speakers was uh, was a great feeling. And uh, the digital marketing came out of necessity. Uh, I had a band back then and we wanted to get uh, uh, the music out there. And uh, I started researching how to, to do that because I was tired of wasting money on PR and people promising you the word and never getting you the results. And that's why I came across that a digital marketing skill like Facebook advertisement and all mm-hmm. of that. And uh, now, nowadays I work with, uh, with artists like Shanti, helping him uh, creating the podcast and, and uh, different kind of businesses like hotels and uh, small entrepreneurs and so on. And I love what I do. So I'm glad to be here on on this podcast and uh, thank you. take it away.
1: Thank
0: you. This is so important for me because Music to Live for Wishanti is a portal where uh, I want to artists and people working also behind the scene, behind the curtains in the arts and music scene uh, to talk about their own experiences, with the go to help orders you know it's not that uh, what you leave is for you it's your secret uh, your key of success but no, just just to share this information cuz i think sometimes there is this lack of uh, of uh, sharing and so yeah. there's many people out there that's starting uh, a path but in the end after two or three years they found themselves lost because they have no clue which direction yeah. So I think in this episode, for sure, we're going to talk about your profession and maybe you can give us some good advice, some glance of what you're doing. And of course, yeah. uh, hopefully, if some of the listeners want to join you and contact you for a co-working, that would be also amazing. Uh, I personally, yeah. I like can already say that um, the work we are doing together, it's incredible. Um, <laughs> I, I see my I saw my business just growing. And I didn't mean uh, financially, I mean really in what you're doing. The time you're investing, you are more focused, um, you you know, what you're working on and with the goal, like you, you make me enjoying doing real and real reels and get active on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I mean, getting real, man, this is the real world. We are gangster, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's say using yeah. social media and with that purpose. Because to me, it was just like people dancing or singing Absolutely. and stuff like this. But then you, you notice that it really interests you. You can really, you have like um, ways of communicate that are really easy to use. You just, just need to make this click in your mind. It's a new way. And yeah. as everything new, it takes the time to get into you. You yeah. need it to get used to. So, uh, we will see what's going on in this episode, and uh, of course, it would be funny and interesting. Uh, and of course, of funny, I, I guess, that we need to start with this. Um, guys okay, uh, are there, ladies no, ladies I'm and okay. gentlemen, you have to know something funny. Uh, me and Ray, uh, we grew up in the same part of Switzerland, we yeah. went to school in the same school, <laughs> and yeah. um, you know. It's fun because we were the only two black guys there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so you know That's the circle crazy, was crazy. so closed, and at that time um, we know each other. But uh, I can say that we were friends. But yeah, you know, like yeah. you you just enjoy being with other people like this, and yeah. and um, and then it happens that years later I was working at the festival Jets Ascona, New Orleans Jets Festival in Ascona. And Raymond jumping, helping uh, me and a couple of the friends doing stages and everything. And that was yeah. the time when we really get in touch properly, I That's would true. say. Yeah. And I also remember that the last evening, when oh, we have Lord. to pack everything, oh, bro. I need to tell this. This is funny. This is the real deal. Um, we, you know, after the festival ended so last concert was like at 11 p.m you it know was like, 10
2: days right ten yeah days so so yeah. let's say it's fame, a fame.
0: festival in Ascon and this lakeside resort a uh, small village I would say it's not a city yeah. and and it's really nice on the lakeside like with uh, six stages different brand, band from New Orleans and Europe you know really authentic um, but the fact this is is Normally, if you have a good season in that period, it's so hot there. So you work from the more early morning till the late evening, late evening.
1: Yeah.
0: and well it's a chaos. Bring a double bass from one stage to another, uh drum yeah. set there, setups into private hotels. So it's always difficult, you know, because you are there working, but People still have this expectation. We we pay for this. We want this. So you know yeah, you need to know the you know to deal yeah. with people. Well, long story short, last evening we need to pack everything because all the drum set has to uh, have to go back uh, from the dealer that gave us uh, to us. And and man, you and my colleague, you were so drunk. <laughs> um, I remember me being really pissed off uh, because. I don't want to spend the whole night, you know, oh, there yeah, yeah. because we, you have all the tiredness of the, of the, of the festival. And I remember you waiting, you know, where for people who know Ascona, where now is the seven, there is the, yeah. there is this, this, this <clears throat> Arbor. And, uh, I was waiting there. And then I see the van coming down the streets and these two guys were singing <laughs> so loud, you know, you, you see again, guys, I guess I need to drive, but please, Load of things, and guys, it, you took like an eternity. Yeah. And I, I wanted to throw you in the lake. I'm sorry, <laughs> you were too. Serious. I love you, man. You I love you, man, so much. Like the... But it, yeah, now we now talking about this years later in yeah. a podcast. It's fun, bro. Yeah,
2: yeah? now, but yeah, yeah, I remember it was a fun night because it was the last evening. It's like, oh, let's we've done so much, we deserve a little bit of fun. And it was fun for us. I'm, I'm sorry it wasn't for you, but we really had fun. No,
0: in, us, the, yeah. in the end, it was fun because we did everything. I think I was just tired. Yeah, but we did but a but great as, job. As yeah. I said, uh, uh, this, is, this is something that I tell, you know, like, it's a good story, yeah. you know. a good memory, the, yeah. The good yeah. memory. And listen, one thing that I think really interesting. So with this funny story, we just gave the information that we grew up in the same place. So uh, it's a small reality. It's a wonderful reality. You still live there uh, with your family for one reason, of course. Uh, yeah. It's a wonderful place. Uh, uh, we have a wonderful lake, a wonderful nature, mountains in winter. If they're not hot like now, you have snow so you can practice skiing and snowboarding. Yeah. During the summer, you can do kitesurf. You can do whatever you want, just chilling at yeah. the lakeside. Um, so it's 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 a small paradise, I'd say. It's special. Absolutely. When you live, uh, as I do, in the north of the country uh, that I love, but when I go back visiting my family and my parents, um, I notice the difference. You know, we we have this the Alps in between, if you know a little bit mm-hmm. of geography. For, for those that are not from Europe, uh, Switzerland has the Alps that go through there. Uh, and now in the, the East is well-known tunnel with the train and everything. So you have, from where I live, I got like two and a half hours to go where I grew up. It's quite fast now. Yeah, yeah, when I was a student, it took four hours
2: because yeah, it had yeah, like yeah, this yeah.
0: historical railway. It's it's fascinating, yeah. but it yeah. takes a long time. So uh, th- that place is special. It's amazing. Uh, people go there for holidays. Uh, there is a lot of artists uh, uh, went there in, through the history, uh, very famous history. Uh, I think I'm going to do like an episode about Monte Verità because it's it's not everywhere
2: yeah
0: Yeah. even i know i heard people uh from from over not from europe i don't remember it gets from america and they they knew the place so they already read about it so it's going to be for sure topic for an episode because many musicians also went there for a period you know uh telling this i'm picturing this like a wonderful place but it's the small reality, it's a small town reality, it's a, a periphery reality, it's, um, let's say it's the borderland reality, because we are the border with Italy. And yeah. let's be honest, there is still um kind of, I would say, racism. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is the right word, but I've seen prejudice against the others, you know, and even also against some kind of profession. Um, I guess this already told in another episode. My father is music, has been music teacher, and um, he, he, he studied as an organist in the in Zurich. So mm-hmm. um, he had his own um, knowledge. When the, he, I think he just decided to be a teacher and live in Ticino because because then he wanted to marry my mother and everything. So. Um, but I remember uh, growing up in a circle of artists, uh, people who have those whole printers, machines, people who are painting, it was nice, but it was like being part of kind of, it's not a, I would say hippie community because, you know, it wasn't like this, not dancing off uh, naked or something like this, but it was like, you are part of something that don't, doesn't belong truly to society not common and yeah not common and being an art uh, being a musician is a nice hobby and this is something that I broke out in many episodes um, what does it mean trusting what you do um the fact that you want to play an instrument and this can be your job no compromises even if people will say oh yeah that's nice oh would be nice there and there Oh, you play marriage or you play you know like you can't smoke concert no, you are a musician. You, this is what you do. This is your call. And this is so important. So you grow up there. You know the reality. But also, you say you spent years in the UK. I also had another guest on the podcast, and this person studied here in Switzerland. And then now she's studying in, uh, in the UK. And mm-hmm. she told us that the difference really of mentality in the classical business in the way they teach you and in the way they approach you to this way of find your own career, let's say. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And in that specific um, context, it was like, here in Switzerland is more about uh, you need to be the best. Only if you're the best, you got the job, you got the money, let's say. Because this is, Mm -hmm. in the end, this is the goal and you got the success, you, you are famous. It seems that so once she started in England, um, the school really just gave you uh, the opportunities to improve yourself. They say, you know, you want to do this, you want to participate this uh, contest uh, for uh, doing this concert. You're welcome because indirectly you need to study, but you you need to prepare yourself. But you do it with more passion, I would say, you feel it, you know, because you want to play that specific project. So you go hard for that. It's not that you say, I need to go hard in my life just to be successful, you know? And um, when she was told me that uh, I heard in her voice that it was in in his voice, that it was really, really um, good, you know, feeling. She felt this difference. And she 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 was really enjoying the actual um, experience. So the question is, what is your experience in between these two worlds? Telling that you grew up there, you spent some times there living. I would say your experience, your dream, your and everything, and then you go back there where where everything started. So I think this will be to me, but also for the audience to better understand it.
2: Okay, so it's a huge, it's a it's a long journey. I'm gonna try my best to to keep it. <laughs> coherent and uh, concise. So uh, since I was, first of all, I started playing bass late. And when mm-hmm. I say late, it's late compared to when usually people start, people start to play an instrument. I yes. started playing bass when I was 15. Okay. Because a friend, Alan, that you may know, shout yes. out to Alan. Shout out to Alan. Uh, he, was, <laughs> he was playing guitar and he, and he told me, you should start playing bass so we can form a band together. And I said, why not? Let's give it a try. And I still remember to the day, to this day the feeling that I had the first time I played a bass guitar. I went to do my, my trial lesson and uh, they gave me the bass. Then they told me, to try to struck, to pluck to the, the E string, right? The, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. And I played. No sound came out, but I still loved it. It's like, oh my God. The vibration, they, they, there's more vibration because I didn't make a lot, a lot of. Uh, uh, volume in, uh, with my with my plucking, but from that moment I realized, yeah, this is the instrument I want to learn, and from early on, I realized I wanted to become a musician as a as a profession, mm-hmm. so I did everything in my power, went against my what my my parents believed because obviously when you are fifteen, and you tell your parents like, Yeah, I want to be a musician, they tell you yeah, come on let, let's get serious, find a real job and then we'll talk yeah, so that was a That was a a real uh, struggle that I faced. But uh, over the years, I proved them that music wasn't just a a teenage phase. It was really what I wanted to become, to the point that they ended up realizing that and and supporting me. But then moving forward, I started 15 years, and uh, the deal with my parents was, you need to get a normal degree before going to start music, so you have a backup plan. Okay, mm-hmm. so I ended yeah. up doing uh, the easiest and the fastest degree I could get. Got that done, then started working to save money to start to study at uni. Because my dream was to move to LA and uh, study at the um, Los Angeles Music Academy. Okay. Okay. And uh, the problem that it was that those uh, the university in in uh, in America really expensive. So I needed a lot of money uh, to to save for the tuition. That's why I started working right away. And at the end, at the age of 24, so eight years later, I found this university in London, Tech Music School, which Mm -hmm. I applied for, got in, was much cheaper than the university in America, and ended up moving in London in uh, July, first Brighton, in July 2011. Okay. July 17th of July 2011, I moved to Brighton. Where I started with my English education, because obviously university requires that you get a degree, yeah, uh, a degree, a certificate proving that you can speak English uh, yeah. well enough. Because I remember my audition, I was so nervous. It's like, oh my God, what if I don't understand the question of what I have to play? It's like, I'm going to fail just because I understand, not because I don't know of how course, to play what yeah. like I asked before. So, but I still remember the teacher that then I had in uni. It was so kind because he realized that my English wasn't so good. Mm-hmm. So every time he asked me to play something, I was like, did you understand? He he also spoke like a very slow and clear English and it went everything went fine. So then I did my, my bachelor degree, music performance with bass as main instrument and then piano, a second one just for the first year. Graduated in 2014 with a first class de- first class degree, and was really proud because obviously from not understanding English, going through a university in English, doing everything mm-hmm. in English, and then graduating with the top uh, top class degree was I was really proud of that. Result. Of course, of course, and uh, and also the whole experience obviously of living away from my family
1: because mm-hmm. that was the first mm-hmm. time
2: for me for so long, even if uh, during the summer I used to travel back. That's when, uh, like, working at the Jazz Festival, yeah. for example,
0: and have fun, yes. <laughs>
2: and I, yeah, <laughs> and I have some fun back home. But yeah, overall, my experience with London has been has been crazy. And uh, to go back to your question, like, what's the difference between the two, the two countries, the two mentalities, two realities? The two realities, and, like, I would it's, say, the yeah, is yeah, huge. <laughs> because obviously, growing up in uh, in Switzerland, in Locarno, in our region, the mentality is totally different. And I realized that on myself as well, as well. Because, for example, the first um, one of the first shocking experience that I had uh, living in Brighton, which is the capital of uh, homosexual people, yeah, yeah. was seeing the, the the gay pride in Brighton. Mm-hmm. For me, it was like, oh my god! <laughs> I've never seen so many different different people like this, right? Expressing their their sexuality, like this, freely, without uh, being afraid of being judged, and that for me was a, a wake-up for that. Like, okay, this is this is a nice place to be because people have the opportunity to express their sexuality, yeah. no matter what it is, freely in the street, having like their own parade. Is like I don't think this is back then, obviously, because now things have changed here in Switzerland as well. But um, I felt like even as a black person in another country. I I felt less judged, mm-hmm. yeah. Because okay? obviously here there were there were not many black people when we grew up. Yeah. As Shanti said before, in school it was just the two of us. Then I remember the the, the twin, the Jordan and the Rafael. They also mm-hmm. came. So, but I remember when I was in uh, primary school, I was the only one black. And then another from uh, South America came. So it was uh it was. Also weird for me being in the UK and having more black people around me. Because also in my family, I have my mom, which is black, mom. But my dad is white. So it's like uh, I got exposed to different culture and different um, different realities. and that really expanded my mind as a person, as a as a as a musician, and uh, as, a, as a professional digital marketer. That's what I became uh, to be, and. Um, After, even after seven years, having grown, because I feel I grew grew a lot in London, uh, I still decided to come back,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: because there is a a good and a bad in both uh, realities, right? London is an amazing place if you want to grow, if you want to gain a lot of experiences in anything you want to do, because that's the beauty of London. Any day, any time, there is something you can do. Yeah. Whatever profession you, <laughs> you do, whatever dream you have, at least there you have the opportunities to go for it. And that's what I did. I wanted to, to live as a musician, and I did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to, 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 to be um, an extra, which is the, the person in the movies that you see in the background. I was part of a Star Wars as a stormtrooper. I've been in a James Bond movie. I've been in Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, and uh, like I've met these uh, these uh, actors in person. I've met Daniel Craig, not met. I was there in front of me acting, and the Christoph Waltz and all these uh, Hollywood star uh, actors. And these kind of opportunities, I will never uh, got them. Uh, mm-hmm. Would have got them here in Switzerland. Yes. So that's yeah. why uh, everything I did in London is like. Sometimes I think about it, like, oh my god, I also did that.
1: Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm.
2: Like coming from a small reality like here in Ticino, and then ending up in a in an Hollywood movie is like wow! Uh, I came I came from far, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and even though as <clears throat> two different realities, I still decided to move back because I said London I see it as a place to grow. But I will never I always said I will never spend my life or build a family in a city yeah. like London.
1: yeah, Because obviously sure. the
2: pollution, the, the hectic mm. lifestyle, it wasn't what I, what I, what I visioned for my future and my family.
1: Mm. That's
2: why I decided to move back uh, with, my, with my girlfriend. We just got together. And, uh, and now I'm a father a father of a uh, four-month-old uh, daughter. And, um, oh, she's I'm so really there. happy. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm glad to do this part of my life here. Yeah. It's like more secure. I'm uh, close to my, to my parents. I live uh, surrounded by nature. While in London, I was surrounded obviously by the yeah. city, a lot of noises. It's, like, it's a different lifestyle. As a single man, like, yeah, go for London. Because you're going to have so much fun. I, mean, I had so much fun. So crazy, so crazy things. But now that I have a daughter, like, here is the best place for me. for What I vision my life to be.
0: Yeah, and then now also time has changed and even if you're there you 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 have more opportunities uh, for to travel or let's say now you say your daughter is um, it's very very young so um, it's now you know Maybe in yeah. three years, you will have the chance uh, to say, oh, no, I, I had this opportunity. We can move as a family. And exactly. she's she also going to leave maybe. I now take an example, uh, two years in Berlin. And in 10 years, she's going to tell at school, oh, you know, when I was yeah. three, I lived exactly. uh, two years yeah. in Berlin with my family. And so it's uh, I think it's so important um, to make this choice, uh, like where you are and what you want to do. In, um, I think I'm going to tell you, um, I didn't have the necessity to go away from there, like escaping from the reality. But this mm-hmm. is the day uh, when I had the chance to come here in Basel and start my studies. Because um, I remember that year was a little bit unusual because I like lost one year because uh, I went to military. Uh, service and I did just two days then to send me home cause I think it wasn't my place. And, <laughs> okay. um, but then I, I even there I, I lived such amazing situation. Like um, I went, visit different university in the country where you can study mm-hmm. musicology. The last one was Basel and I felt in love really. I, I mm-hmm. cannot, I, you, you feel it that this is the place, this is the people that you want around. And uh, at the same time, then I worked a couple of months um, in Locarno with some young people uh, in, a, in a center where a, a recreational center, um, where the youngster can, could come and play paint and do whatever they want if you want. And, and yeah. I lived such interesting experiences because of them were kind of troublemakers. Uh, not, not, nothing extreme, you know, no violence or like have you here yep. nowadays, but, um, I guess this was very, uh, also an interesting experience for me as a person, as a young man, cause you, I remember some guys just stolen, steal some, some stuffs, and then they just bring them back because, because they 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 understood and made something stupid, you know. And and my chef was is a, a very very um, kind person. He said, "If you tell me who did what, uh, I'm not going to the police. Uh, I just give you hours of works to do with the yeah. worker of the city Locarno, like cleaning the gardens." And I remember yeah. just one guy kept the hard way, and then he said, "I need to inform." You know, the police for that and because it was a minor, but it gave really a chance, you know, to redeem and to learn something. And I also remember one guy's coming, you know, like sweating and say, What's going on, man? And say, Oh, you know, if you see my father, please don't tell him that I was here and say, We can do that, you know. And and then the father came. um, and I I will never remember the scene, you know. Um, they say don't judge a book from the cover. Yeah. But I'm sorry, this man smells like violence, you know? So well, you f- you face some realities. You know why this guy was so scared about your parents, your father, you know? And, yeah. and uh, this opened my eyes, let's say. And then started my experience in another city. I wasn't in another country, but... Uh,
2: the mentality yeah. is different. The mentality yeah. in Switzerland, yeah. Swiss yeah.
0: German, is different. And I think Absolutely. Basel is nice because it's at the border with German and France, so you have okay. even more influences. It's a more cultural city in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. We used to have a Basel heart that is well known everywhere for all kinds of arts, so painting, yeah. photography, statues, and sculptures, and and stuff, and it's big business. Let's say um, it's always this 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 this. this this influence and, uh, and then even for the music after beside my studies, I could organize concert in a squat place. I met a lot of friends that have also been part of the podcast, uh, uh, really people with whom I go on tour uh, people. I have the WhatsApp so I can text with them, even if there are years that we don't see each other in person. Yeah. And at the same time i got my experience in the classical music, Uh, That broke me working the most biggest hole in the country uh, and even in Europe. So, uh, for example, I remember uh, the time after um, high school, uh, many people took a break and had luck enough to go to the States or go to Australia or travel. Travel a bit, yeah. And um, I didn't do that and I was okay, but I did it later. And thanks to my profession, so you know it was a win-win situation because you realize I choose the right path because it's giving me these opportunities, yeah, and to work and travel. Yes, and and then you also notice that you do it with the right mind. You know, maybe if it was earlier, I didn't catch the glance of the experience. I would say, okay. and um, uh, everything just 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 changed, like. Uh, I totally understood, even if I have my background of an academic, I love studies, research. Uh, Yeah, I did a lot about medieval music and literature, stuff like this. And it was amazing, still something of my passion. But then I realized that I like being behind the curtains, working um, for, you know, for what you're doing is not with the goal of you being on the scene, but make it real and make it possible for other people yep. and this is what i like it you know and i got s- so many times this uh this question but shanti do you study do you have a university degree while you're doing this work and i say passion you know i don't know why so many people still with this idea that if you have a degree this is your life too and I think in my profession, the knowledge I uh, I gain in the years, they just give me like this extra extra flavor, let's say, or or maybe it's more uh, the reason why I'm there. It's more solid, and it's not that uh, because I need this money, just the money at the end of the month, or I don't have anything yeah. else to do, and. Yeah. This realization, um, I was touring with Ghost Diaries four years ago and I was traveling from UK, from England, because we had to play in France, but that concert didn't happen because
1: right. okay. they
0: fucked up the location. They put a lot of bands that they need, a lot of background uh, sound and recording in a, in a, like in a bar. And the guy said, you know, we can play, but this is not uh, uh, the the kind of venue that that we need this kind of technology to help the set to to be able to play. And so we decided, Shanti, we drove directly to Switzerland today. So in one day I drove from London to Basel. And I remember driving in France in the middle of nowhere. There is this huge highway that goes like almost in the middle of France and then goes straight to Belgium, Germany and, and Switzerland. And I was driving, the guys were sleeping. Uh, there was the sun going down it was really cool and in that specific moment i say damn this is what i do for a living this is my life <laughs> and I, I was so happy you know and then i did yeah. you know uh i had the chance to share this with my parents just in the last months i will say mm-hmm. because for years they didn't get it really what i what I, what I was doing here, you know?
2: And why? Why?
0: And I think the, even that, it's always a, a matter of time. You have to come the right moment, but I'm so happy that now uh, my parents know what I do for a living, uh, what my goals are. I talk to them about the podcast and that it was for them is something new because, yeah, let's say, yeah, it's normal. <laughs> they did so many, so much things in their life that I, I have to introduce them to the new world, but they were really satisfied. So, um, I think those those experience, as you said, of um uh, uh, going some places, uh it's it's so important. Absolutely. And um yeah, I stay here because I felt good here. it feels like home. Um I have to be honest, thinking I'll go back to Ticino would be like a sleep not for me, because I don't know, I didn't I didn't felt so good there. It's good memories. Okay. It's yeah. my youth. It's where family is, and but if I think about my life, um,
2: Your and what, life and what
0: world, I do, what I'm mean. doing, what I'm doing is yeah. I would be too, um, too close. I mean, too into restricted, let's say, and
1: okay. but yeah. still there,
0: you know. As I said, I got two and a half hours train if I want to go there. You can do it one day, go up and down. You know, yeah, it's yeah. not a problem. Back and, and back
2: and forth in one day. Yeah, so
0: it's easy. It's easy. But um, this is this is uh, something that I think out there, even for the audience, if you are a young musician, just realize this. Just hallow you these experiences. If they come now, good. If not, don't give up. It may come in one year later, but in that period of time, you maybe grow up, you got all the experience that can help you. And about having experience that helps you. This comes now to your profession as um consultant, but I would say also as a coach, because I felt that when we were working together, uh, I rely on you for your knowledge on many things, like the social media world, uh, because I was just scratching the surface, or, or better, I was just swiping on my phone, you know, like, <laughs> this is my knowledge. And, and at the same time... Um, and this was not just re- uh, our friendship related. It was really uh, related to your profession. Just, you know, look at this, what you think about this and that. Um, the importance of have, having somebody uh, able to guide you. Um, shout out to Chris Robson. This is also a, a great coach in the England. And I, I also work with him and he said something very interesting. Uh, the fact that friends and parents uh, support you but I saw you in one way, let's say. Sometimes you, you definitely need the, uh, the point of view or the word of a stranger, let's say, of somebody that is yeah. not emotionally connected to you. And mm-hmm. it's so helpful because it doesn't have to be for one year. Like maybe two months of work can really change the whole picture. Your life, absolutely. And uh, and here comes the connection that I think really, really strong 'Cause last year two years has been hard for everybody. There's a lot of people losing job and and they didn't know how to deal with that. I mean, how can you reinvent yourself? How can you use your passion? You know, and I also had my moments in two thousand twenty one. I won't deny that. Uh, I even, I don't know if this is related, but I even broke one leg, you know, so this period stay, you know, in bed and then relax. It helps me to better understand myself, but also uh, how to to organize my time. So I started yeah. a podcast, you know, and uh, but I think the core is of course, finding somebody can help you, but at the same time, are you ready? The question I think, are you ready to work on yourself? Because what you're doing is the mirror of what who you are as a person. And that also means that things go with different times because we work in a different way as a person. We have different personalities. And so um, did, you, did you felt this in, in your change of career, let's say, um, working with different subjects? Um that's these feelings of people willing to change uh, in the way to things and see things
2: yeah this is this is a a topic that is really dear to me because as I look back through my life it's like I went through phases right because this change is not the first one that I that I do and it won't be the last one Mm -hmm. okay Uh, the first one was uh, when uh, back at 15 I said yeah music is what I wanted to do. And I also had basketball. That was one of my true passions.
1: Mm-hmm. And I had
2: to de- decide, it's like, do I want to, to focus on basketball and maybe become a, a basketball player? Or do I want to, to become a musician and focus all my time on that? And that was the first shift that I did. It's like, okay, even if I just started while I was playing basketball for already 10 years, I decided to go for music because in my, in my mind it was like, when you're old, you can't play sports anymore, but you can always play music until mm. your your finger or whatever you need allow you to do that, right? So I yeah. went for the music, and that was one of the first shifts. And um, the, it all comes down to decide and have the courage, because it takes a lot of courage to, to do whatever you, you desire to do. Because thinking back, even having the dream of becoming a musician. If you think about it, especially coming from where we come from, from the small reality, when you mm-hmm. look around, you don't have like a lot of people to look up to. It's like, who can I reach to and help me find the right path to become a musician? Like the, the people are very few here in Ticino. Mm-hmm. So that's the first step you need to find. If, you're, if you, once you decide what you want to do with your life, find someone that has already has achieved that goal and ask for help. That's mm-hmm. the easiest and fastest way to achieve what you want. Don't ask your friend because they don't know anything about it. And unfortunately and luckily, they will always tell your opinion. But you have to be careful on who you listen to. Yeah. That's the biggest lesson I could, I could give someone. Find someone that has already achieved. Not someone that thinks that that's the way it is. That's why I, throughout my life, I had some uh, amazing mentor. And the first one when it comes to music is my, my, my I call him mentor because it's Ivan Lombardi. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's, a, he's a musician as well. And he was the person that helped me develop my music skill to prepare for the music uh, for the uni audition. So he was my mentor because he, he went to the, to the university in America that I wanted to apply for. Mm-hmm. So I found the person that I already had achieved mm-hmm. what I wanted to. And he guided me, he developed my skills, all the musical skills that I needed, that I didn't have. Like, for example, ear training. Like before him, I didn't even know what the hear training was. I was like, oh, shit, I need to learn how to, to recognize sounds and the intervals and all that. Like, so that was my first mentor when it comes to music. I worked with him for over a year, I think, to prepare for the, for the audition. And thanks to him, I got in at uni. And it was my first mentor. Then at uni, I got many more mentors on all the, the, the music subjects that, mm-hmm. that I studied for music technology, music composition, and so on. And that what helped me to, to get faster to the results that I wanted. Okay, you want to get um, good at music production, find the best music producer out there and see if, if they have any courses online, if you do any mentoring, if you can take lessons from there and spend as much time as you can with them. Yeah. And this applies to any aspect of your life. If you th- even if you think in sports, like even uh, the, the, the biggest uh, the most successful sportsmen nowadays, like Roger Federer, they still have coaches. He knows how to play tennis. But why does he need a coach? Because the coach is the person that helps you get out the best out of you that you wouldn't be able to do on yourself. Because obviously seeing you from outside, you say, I see you that you're throwing the ball this way, like try do it this way. It might work because the way you're made. And the same applies for uh, for uh, the work I'm doing with Shambi. like, okay, you want to do a podcast? Why don't we try to do the video like we're trying to do today? Because this allows you to to be present on more platforms, not just mm-hmm. the audio one, and get a new a new audience, expose your your podcast, your ideas to a different new audience, and um, I have a lot of mentors. I still, I still have, and I'll always have for for different aspects of my life. I'm still learning about uh, uh, digital marketing and how to leverage social media it's best. And uh, having a mentor and a coach, I think it was one of my the best investment and decision that I made in my life. Because then you realize you just get results faster. Yes, and uh, First, decide what you want to do. Find someone that already has achieved what you want and do the work. Those are the, the, three, the three essential skills that I recommend anyone that wants to start a career change uh, change uh, and uh, following uh, their dreams. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's my best advice for them.
0: Yeah, and uh, very, very good advice. Because um, if I take the example, of <coughs> many people I met um, through the years, is, uh, especially in classical music, um, I got some friends that are really active and they do a lot of projects on their own. You see that, uh, I guess they found that the uh, flow, you know, and uh, others that they felt just lost because this was the only thing they know. They just spent hours on the yeah. instruments. And it's nothing bad about that. It's not a criticism, but um, but the fact that, like, comes a situation, extreme situation, what like, what happened the last two years? And then yeah. you still ask well, is, them, yeah what yeah what do we do and
1: yeah.
0: and uh that doesn't mean that you have to change your career or you know it could happen that you have like a period where you do a job that is not what you love but it's just a, it's not your entire life and yeah. uh um and of course um I think that the social media are kind of helpful in a way that helps you to see that there is other opportunities out there. Uh, at the same time, it's kind of hard and toxic because uh, it seems that always those people that are speaking on the social that you see, they already reach their goal, you know, that everything, it's fine, you know, you don't see the process behind.
2: Absolutely.
0: And, um, um I can only bring a specific example. Um, like one of the first session we did, uh, I just changed little things on my Instagram account. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't so much work, let's say, but uh, it changed a lot the day after you sometimes you also it's good to sleep on it you know like just take time, it yeah, yeah. yeah and i saw cool. oh that's so cool it's different even changing my youtube channel so the music the is also on youtube and soon video podcast but you can find all the episode there uh, i just loaded the, the thumbnails and everything and changed the aspect And this is a work that took me like, let's say, 40 minutes, one hour. So it's not that you are losing nights doing that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Even uh, the investment, uh, microphones, system, is something that, with the time you can afford, it's not that, you know. You just need to look a little bit, ask for, uh, yeah. for that, as I said, advice, yeah. ask some some advice, which system do you need? Because maybe you ask to the guy who is uh, freaks for uh, audio technicians and he say, yeah, but the best one is this one. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it costs thought. But then you say, oh, for what do you need? You just need this one and this one and you have enough and the budget is this, you know, and you see, see oh, you did it,
2: you did, it's uh, affordable. You did exactly the right process. Like you have a problem you find someone that already solved that problem. Yeah. It's like, I need to set up a podcast. I ask someone that works with uh, with audio and video stuff, like, what do I need? Because otherwise you just go out there, like, yeah, or you can Google it. It's the same thing. But if you have a person, I always find that it's better because on uh, on Google search, unless you watch some YouTube videos that you of YouTuber you trust, there are so many options and yeah. see which one to go for. But if you ask a person a consultant in this case it's like this is the best but get this one for your budget or whatever or even so just the, go in a store there. like and ask yeah people. exactly I think old school, um, go
0: there. old school old school old school we always yeah. win this is that's the way I mean uh, I I noticed that um, it's like when you were young and you go you go in this uh, CD store oh, I think yeah. they don't know yeah. anymore like I I did a live uh, uh yesterday I need I wanted, no, it's not that I needed it, but I want to explain what was the experience Go to a CD store. And the then you excitement go there, when you are looking, are looking in between out. what's called new and and asking people, hey, what's new? And this yeah. is so, so important. And um, because, yeah, even even uh, um, if you, many people maybe don't know, but if you are using uh, a computer like um, an Apple device, something like this, you still have in there, two programs that can help you already mixing your podcast or video and, you know, like for free and because they they are simple to use and they do, you know, and, and, and you can start in doing something. And this is the thing. So this is my advice as uh, Shanti to all the audience of the podcast. Just try, go for it. If you have any question, you can also send me an email or DM me on Instagram. And of course, uh, you can also reach uh, Raymond because on the description of the episode, there will be all the contacts we need to get in touch with this wonderful person. Um, Ray, you know, like uh, about the topic about feeling accepted, you know, um, I remember when we were working that specific summer and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed uh, the fact that uh, there was a lot of African-Americans there, musicians, you yeah. know, <laughs> for two aspects. The first one is the more music related. The fact that yeah. uh, we had Europeans that came from the, a classical study in uh, German Ausbildung <laughs> really the classical one and then you yeah. got this this other musician that maybe they, they don't know how to read uh um, a, say a score music sheet yeah uh, and but they have like they know how this work with on the double bass on the drums on the trumpet yeah and they got it and then when they did this jam session you see that could fit right you know but you felt that some were more like Uh, feeling it and the other ones were more thinking about it you know and this one thing that always fascinated me because yeah we grew up from a society where you need to study to become what you want you know like where is the passion where is the fun in the end the question where is the fun also and on the other side it was cool because I remember we were bringing some instrument to our hotel and this Mm -hmm. this uh the, this guy there and he looked at me and he said I lo- and I love the accent I can do I love the way they speak because sometimes I, I couldn't understand what they're saying because they got dangerous slang and look at me and say do you play bass? I say no um, honestly I'm a, I'm a former drummer and I said I knew it that was my second chance I was looking at your finger and that was my second <laughs> so that's it. but then I remember that we were walking the piazza and they, yeah. got approach of two musicians, also from New Orleans, and yeah. let's say we were four black guys, and Cedric, <laughs> the only white dude. <laughs> uh, and uh, let's say what they were looking for, those guys. I mean, we can say they were looking for the motta, They were looking for some, <laughs> some fun. And the fun part is, look at us, me and you. I mean, just you guys. Look at me. Look at you. And then look at Cedric. He say you got the weed right. <laughs> I mean, you know, this the of guy, you know, he is the one who knows where you know, like, and the fun fact yeah. that, he, I guess he went just like, to say hi to our friends. And we, we were staying there. And those two guys, look at me and you once again. And he said, you know, guys, people like us need to stick tight. And I will, I will never forget the moment, the way he said it. Because you know, for for us, really let's imagine. say we were, as you said, we were the only two black guys growing up like this, and um, yeah. we had our problems with racism, Sadly, but let's say it was okay in the end. Yeah, uh, we, you know, and but I think that those other people were like coming really for another reality where it's important to create this idea of community, and the fact that you know, like, like uh, it was nice. It was nice. Like once. In another, ed- my last edition of the festival, I was riding my BMX in the piazza mm-hmm. on the side, And I hear somebody, hey man, hey man, like this from a hotel. And it was like having like this, there say, hey man. And this guy come to me and he say, Hey, thank you very much for yesterday. yesterday's night. What's your name again? We need the to keep contact, you know? And then he look at me and say, you know, man, because I was wearing, I wear, uh, I'm I, this is my style I'm wearing some of my Dicky shirt all the baggy high socks skate socks like this and yeah. and then he looks and says, you know you look like one of us you know like yeah. <laughs> and to me this was the greatest compliment you know like uh,
2: like oh, no, it,
0: no, no. and all this is, <laughs> it's all about music in the end because again mm-hmm. we were there or last things uh, I'm a big fan and I, I also recorded a, a live on Instagram about this band, Suicidal Tendencies, and they are yep. surf punk, funky. If you love bass, they got like some lines. Yeah, they I got need this, to check them out. Yeah, I sent you the link because there is this, this side project called Infectious Groove, and in that mm-hmm. project there specific funk. But even oh, the, the Suicidal nice. Tendencies uh, song that makes like some bass slap, so and it's cool like a mix, you know, because. Yeah, and uh, and I remember wearing these. They are wearing off because they got this flip cap, you know, like old school, like yeah. like in the 70s. And they got like this right written suicide. And then I got it when I while I was working. And this this drummer coming down the stairs. You look at me, and he's, he said, "One of my best friends playing drums in that band, bro." Is that like, what you know? Like, <laughs> and it was just like swinging, you know, on the stage. Yeah. But you know, the fact that even that uh, on in my line of works, sometimes musician, classic musician, were like curious or skeptic at the beginning. See somebody like with earplugs, like tattoos, or wearing metal shirt, being on stage and preparing thing for them because it was definitely yeah. not scene. And and so you still tied to the idea that okay if you belong to one scene this is your world and what happened outside nobody cares but in this yeah. case it was nice to see that no people people enjoy listening to other music people are open you know even if you do the the, the chili sound you have you may love this other kind of sound you know and uh, to me those were all experience that just gave me self-esteem and more security you know and all of this thanks you to the passion that i have for music
1: yeah
0: you know it's not that i can just uh, being in a metro or on the bus or something like this yeah. it happened because you are there talking to people and i think in switzerland people just don't talk enough there's this kind of secret, the secrecy. Oh, what's your contact? No, I'm not sharing that with you and everything.
1: <laughs> and I hate that
0: because I have no problem. Yeah. If somebody comes to me, and say, Shanti, I need a location. I need who's tour manager there. I don't know, or maybe I can give you this advice. And I, I don't. It makes no problem because I'm not losing something. But for many yeah. people, that's so like keeping they're the thing.
2: Afraid, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and I think this is uh, grow make your um network growing also is so important. But this also comes into the fact that if you work with a coach or somebody that can guide you, you can reach it. So, I mean, to me, those experience comes just because uh, in some some stuff, I think it's my personality like this. But I I, I can deny hundred percent that in the last years i would say i definitely needed this help from this kind of mentor so uh to all the audience young musician but even affirmed musician if you listening to this episode don't be shy because another aspect is that people sometimes have difficulty to ask for help
1: I whatever we it, in
0: whatever said, topic yeah. we are taught we, we we take into consideration it's always hard. I don't know. I don't know if how we grow up, or you know, like uh, it's like the story about men crying. You know, I, I don't okay. give a fuck about this, but you know, uh, if you got emotion, you let it go. It's not something to be ashamed, but and it's not to be ashamed to say, "Hey, I'm feel lost right now." Which one? Yeah,
2: I'm and, stuck and I need help. Yeah.
0: Sorry. And last thing I think is important is sometimes you just need to stop, make a full stop. Look around, left, right, behind you, in front of you, and then take the next step. And
2: Absolutely. Don't be afraid to thing. stop, look back, zoom, zoom out, uh, and assess if the, the direction your, your life is going is the, the, the one you actually want to go. Yeah. Because sometimes you just do things. It's like, well, well, I'm working at something that is not really the, the thing that I want to do for this phase of my life. So yeah. don't be afraid to change, and because uh, nowadays with the with technology, with the with the, we are lucky. From wherever you are in the world, you can reach out to to anyone, anybody. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid. Don't feel like if you live in a place, you're stuck in doing that job, whatever it is. And especially as an artist, as Shanti mentioned before, is like the past two years have been challenging for uh, for everybody for every artist and every even uh, non-artist people. So uh, Shanti did well, he, find, he found the courage to reinvent himself, find that uh, to launch this podcast and um, and follow his dreams and building uh, something of his own. And uh, this is something really to admire for and I advise anyone out there like having that, that little dream that you're almost afraid to share with anyone, it's like, don't don't be because nowadays uh, as I said before, with the right people, the people that would already achieve that goal. And even just going on YouTube, there is so much content, almost too much content that we don't know where to, to start from. That's why having a, a mentor or a consultant or a coach is still the best approach to me. Because at least you know what to do and you don't get overwhelmed from the many things that you can yeah.
1: do. Yeah. Mm. But
2: then you, you you do random things but that are not maybe necessary or the right things to do first for your situation. That's what uh, makes you different. And uh, yeah, and when it comes to social media, one, one shift that is very important to me is like shifting from the consumer. So being the one scrolling through social media to becoming the creator, mm-hmm. the one giving out content. That's the thing that makes it different. That's why then social media become powerful because you can reach a lot of people on yeah. social media with your idea, with your business, whatever it is. You want to share your art, you want to share your music. If you use social media as a tool, they're really powerful. And that's what I advise to everyone. Because it's easy to get, as I said before, get overwhelmed and looking at other people, showing you only the, the best life they have, but you don't see it on the great so become a social media um, a content creator instead of a content consumer. That's the mm-hmm. best uh, advice I would give to anyone listening.
0: Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. So we are getting close uh, to the end of this episode, um, but uh, just, uh, just to inform the audience, you also uh, are into uh, what is the future of uh, currencies and cryptocurrencies yeah. and everything. That's right.
2: Yeah, that's correct. I've been studying the the blockchain technology, cryptocurrency for almost two years now, and this is another topic that is going to change the world and and even arts, art mm-hmm. the way we we are used to. Because, for example, I'm sure uh, a lot of you have heard the word NFT. So it's like the digitalization of uh, of art, and not only like any any contract, any. Any anything that is real can be digitalized, and this is something that's gonna revolutionize the world. And mm-hmm. even as an artist, having a, an NFT project could be the um, the solution to to funding your your project. Mm-hmm. Because uh, maybe we can link it. You can send a link on the description of an entrepreneur called Gary V mm-hmm. that really explains how musicians can leverage this NFT technology to fund their, their, their project because he's doing it with some artists and it's just crazy when you really this is like the perfect example on how to use social media the new technology and growing to to leverage these two to to fund your business and to have a profit to be able to live as a as a musician in 2022 because you that, can do it I,
1: that's I so it's incredible it,
2: Absolutely, yeah, but, it's there. Uh, you just want to find the right people to help you guide you through this process.
0: Yes, of course, because once again, uh, those are terms that I already heard, but, um, you know, I it was hard to me to find the right, because sometimes you received a spam account, or spam Yeah, mail, so, so many information.
2: Like spam
0: The cloud is already so, so huge that, that it's hard to, to pick the right uh, raindrops to really understand what it is, so... So uh, and then once again, uh, this work runs so fast right now. Uh, I think the positive thing is that with this last two years situation, the world stopped spinning in some ways. So now nobody is behind is left mm-hmm. behind so we have the chance to do it but we need to, to get it's so many information every single day yeah. that this is one of the reasons why working with somebody can illustrate you can guide you also because you it's like filter
1: out yeah you don't have
0: to do this everything on yourself like uh, if you need help also for uh, your videos or your audio go to somebody say you know I have known the knowledge can you help me and maybe it can help you really with with a good price and really with a good solution uh, I think we're gonna, for sure, dedicate in the future one episode uh, of the of the podcast about this this topic about NFT arts, uh, arts in the future, metaverse yeah. concert in the metaverse, yeah. uh, everything. There, there is oh yeah, now we just open our door. Uh, yeah. But uh, sure. for the episode of today is everything, uh, guys. If everybody listening have question, just contact me. Uh, music to live for with shanti is uh, available uh, as a podcast on all the online platform these are spotify apple apple podcast yeah and of course on youtube and um yeah raymond uh, i will put all the information about your profession uh in the description of the episode guys don't sleep on it uh if you have any question, you can contact the red team or looking for somebody that you trust and start working on yourself, on your wealth uh, and everything, um, just to feel good in this life. We need to feel good. We deserve to feel good. Uh, we deserve to have, to stick go and stage dive and scream <laughs> and everything, uh, dance in the streets. Who cares? And, um. Thank you very much for listening to you. Thank you very much, Raymond, for your time, and very I wish you. everybody a very good time.
2: Let's go. Bye Check this out
1: Music TV late fall with shot.